Welcome back to It's Crazier in My Business, episode 65. Maybe. It is. I looked it up. Did you? I did. Okay. Look at you. <laughs> We're back. Wow. I'm, I'm just going to double check, though, because I don't trust you. Oh, it is episode 65. I would. I just looked it up. I didn't trust you. Why? Like what have I ever done to make you not trust me? You never look up the episodes. Okay, so. but I but I said I did it. Yeah, and that was weird and very out of character for Okay, you. but like I don't lie to you. Mm. I don't. Sure. No, I really don't lie to you. Well, how would I know if you had been lying to me? Maybe you're the liar. Oh, that's what liars want to do. They always want to switch it around. I don't do that. Switch the tables, turn the tables, whatever. Table turn in. Mm-hmm. that's what we're out here doing <laughs> anyways we're Look back how the turn tables <laughs> <laughs> we're back i'm tavi i'm becky we're your hosts of this incredible podcast yeah where we give you unprofessional professional solicited advice yes because and you ask for it that's what solicited me right <laughs> that's why i said that word <laughs> Um, but it is unprofessional. No, it is professional. It's not. It's not on one end. It's fifty percent professional advice. It's definitely nothing about it's, this podcast has ever been professional. Fifty percent. <laughs> there's on there's my a end definite is, lack of professionalism. I, I raise up my percentage carries. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I've been the professional one. I feel like if you were the professional one, then we would be on a more consistent <laughs> recording special schedule. I try my best. Mm. I'm only one person. I know you have that whole practice to run. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How many patients are you up to now? Just two. And who are they? You and Remy. <laughs> you are not Remy's primary <laughs> care physician. You have to stop. I've been her primary care physician <laughs> since before. No, not since before, before she even came out of the womb. Oh my gosh! Remember when you watched me fall out of the recliner mm-hmm. when I was pregnant? <laughs> yeah, I did. In slow motion. <laughs> it was terrible. It was actually scary. Uh, that was, yeah. Scary Look things. at how far we've come. She's almost two. Yeah, still alive. Still alive. You kept her alive for almost two years now. She gallops. <laughs> Little horsey. <laughs> oh, man. It's great. She yeah. is. She likes to flip. That's where she's at right now. Oof. A lot of flipping. A lot of jumping on your couch, which scares me. Mm, yeah. Watching her jump on your couch and then jump onto her butt from like standing. But doesn't it look so fun? No, no, don't even. <laughs> it, Every it time she does me. it, I'm just like, oh, man, I wish I could do that. She it looks so terrifies fun. me. She, <laughs> we have like a bench in the backyard, a hard bench. Mm-hmm. And she did it on the hard bench one time. <laughs> she, she won't do it again. <laughs> it was just so funny for her to realize that that one wasn't soft that's not soft yeah she's doing good she has a great doctor at kaiser yeah, permanente me. he is amazing i don't run through kaiser permanente i know but you're I, right I'm a great we don't go out of network mm. tavi mm. what's been on your mind um a whole bunch of stuff but uh really I, unfortunately, everything that's been going on with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Yeah. Um, it's free Palestine over here. Okay. Because we're anti-apartheid. Yes. We're anti-murder. Absolutely. Okay. This is not 
negotiable. Um, but it's been making me feel really grateful for where I am. And I usually am not very grateful to be in America. Yeah. At all. Um, and I really hate, I hate saying that. I hate saying that like in comparison now I'm grateful but that's where I'm at. You guys don't see this, but Tavi's wearing a cutoff American flag tank top. <laughs> yeah. I have been saving myself in the American flag now. At this point, I'm more patriotic than ever. No, I'm not. Um, but <laughs> I'm happy. this in the Olympics. I'm happy to not be in a war-torn country. Yeah. I'm happy to not be, if you can even call it war. Because one side has like extreme over advantage. So I don't even call it war at that point. But like, you know what I mean? Like the product of what's going on over there. At least I don't have to live through that. Mm-hmm. And it's been just, I don't know, I guess trying to figure out what I can do as a person over here to help aid that has been on my mind. So if anybody has ideas or knows of any way that we could be of help or service, I would love for you to reach out and send me a personal message because I don't know what to do and I just feel like I'm useless. That's how I feel. I've been checking in with like uh, close friends of mine that are Jewish to kind of just, yeah. hey, are you? How's okay. it going? Yeah, I don't even, and it's been so hard. I've just been like, I'm thinking of you. Um, yeah. I know, I know you're in a rough place right now. I don't right. know. It's, ugh, it's really hard. Right. Because like t- two ends of extremism when really the people that are suffering are just the people in the middle. Totally. These are two governments going right. at it. The people are not their governments. Right. The people are not their governments. <laughs> and but if anybody dying. can understand that, it's they're Americans. They're being taken hostage. They're dying. They're being cut off from yeah. their supplies. Like, on on every side of that there's just people suffering yeah and what is it like 50 percent of palestinians are children? children crazy yeah i saw a lot of uh, really graphic um reels on instagram and on oh, tiktok of what's going on yeah and it's just i mean toddlers yeah it's really sad oh yeah it's really really sad yeah not i didn't mean to like bring the podcast down but it's hard to ignore well we can't not talk about like that is everybody i think is like a a witness to this yeah um and i think there's got to be like kind of a unifying feeling of like helplessness yeah like what do we do kind of yeah sympathy and i've been really disappointed in our government too with this like Especially Kamala with we stand beside, you know, behind Israel. It made me very disappointed in our leadership. Yeah. Very disappointed. I'm I I don't know what else to say because it's like. What how can you look at what's going on and then say I stand behind people doing this? I think a lot of it has to do with the allyships that we've formed through past conflicts. Yeah. But I also, I don't know. Is there there a a need to declare anything in that way? Right. Like, what's so hard about condemning murder? Right. And condemning apartheid. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, what's so hard about saying... What's wrong with saying, I stand with victims? Yeah. (laughs) I stand with children. Right. 
Yeah. Instead of being like, yeah, I stand behind Israel, be like, yeah, I stand with people suffering. Yeah. But. The world is bad. Yeah. It's not a great place. What's been on your mind? Well, uh, I just finished up my first two accelerated courses that I'm taking this semester. Yes, you did. And I have, I got an A in one. I currently have an A and I'm waiting for my um, final to be graded for the other one. So I should have an A in that class as well, which is good. But like my history class really did fuck me up. Fuck me up real good. It was, it, yeah. I had a whole therapy session about it. Mm. My therapist was like, what's going on? And I was like, I shouldn't have gone back to school because I can't unknow the things I know now. And I liked it better when I wasn't so aware. (laughs) Mm. <laughs> of just and then like I think that's what is uh that's also added to like the feelings I have about being an American now like yeah. in these this last week is like I was really talking to my therapist about like what what am I doing here <laughs> like yeah. what do, what do, what is this country and like just like having all of this knowledge and then now being like oh but it's so much worse in other in other countries yeah. so trying to like practice gratitude and then also be like but yeah we're bad i mean we can still yeah we can we're, still critique bad guys. our system yeah yeah we have historically been really bad guys yeah not great and uh it's it's been a real a real bummer and i'm just gonna keep learning it's just part of my pathway too i'm gonna keep learning so many fucked up things we had to, for my social control and deviance class, we had to read um, Michelle Alexander's The New Jim Crow, mm. which I feel like is kind of an annoying book to have to read as a black person <laughs> because it's just like reading things that like, yeah, I've just always known. Right. And then having to like conceptualize and like regurgitate it on a term paper, <laughs> like using just like using different um, academic sources and whatnot. And it felt like, very tedious yeah like but i know this <laughs> yeah like i know this just because they didn't know That's yeah not my problem. <laughs> can't, can't i just like test out of this assignment <laughs> like, <laughs> i shouldn't have had to spend money to buy this book right but yeah it was so that's good i'm glad to be done with the first half of the semester i only have eight weeks and then this semester is done i will have cranked out all my classes that'll feel good I went to a comedy festival last weekend, so I was away from Remy and Benjineer. Mm-hmm. How was that? It was so hard, and yeah. I hated it. Well, I didn't. I didn't hate being there. I hated being away from from them. Right. Um, Your family. Yeah, and I, th- I think that that was one of the first times that it like really really hit me hard i mean there was another like when i missed her first steps that was like i just felt like a terrible mom right but but i think this trip was different in that the whole time i was just like oh i would be rather i would just rather be spending time with them like in our house and like hanging out and watching her gallop in the living room like a little weirdo uh because it's cute and it makes me happy but also like another thing that i dealt with is like uh i the pandemic really took a big toll on like my capacity for social interactions. Absolutely. I understand what you're saying. And I did not realize just how severe that was Mm -hmm. until I was constantly around people. Luckily, like I had a lot of homework to do. 
So I would like go out for a drink and be like, oh, got to call it. I got an assignment due at midnight. So I could just like duck out for hours at a time and then come back out. But um, just like not knowing how to like keep conversations going like I used to. And Mm -hmm. also just like not wanting to be in conversations and like feeling like an asshole walking away. And but I think what bothered me the most is that I am not. I'm not a very uh, physically, like, affectionate person. No. With <laughs> yeah. No, she's not. I have to attack her with my love if I want to give her love. Toby will touch me and then just stare at me while she does <laughs> it. <laughs> just no, watching me, like, be so uncomfortable. <laughs> because I just, I think that, like, I don't come from a really, like, a, like physically affectionate family. And I have learned to, like, hug people when they want to be hugged. But, like, also I just get touched out so quickly. Yeah. And, like, everybody at the fest is on some type of substance. So everybody is so touchy and so feely. And, like, um, by, I was there Wednesday through Sunday And by Friday morning, Mm -hmm. I, like, woke up crying. And I was just like, you guys, I can't keep being touched. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's it's too much. I feel that. They just won't stop. Everybody keeps – it's so hot. (laughs) And I was with, um, yeah, two other Sacramento comics, um, Emma and Benton. And they were just, like, looking at me. Like, I'm just having this meltdown on a pull-out bed, pull-out couch bed. Just, Mm -hmm. like freaking out um i got it together but yeah it was was rough so touchy they were so touchy i can imagine why why are people touchy like that i don't know but you know what i also really relate to like the pandemic doing a number on like our social skills because i'm the same way these days i don't talk nearly as much as i used to yeah nearly as much and i think also part of it for me is because i got tired i'm so tired of having the same conversation yes i'm so tired of having the same kinds of small talk like hearing the same stories like people don't have to talk to fill space i am so comfortable in silence oh yeah that like i don't think other people are and they feel like they have to like keep saying things and i'm like no you know what's crazy we can literally just exist together and it's fine it's totally fine to just exist together and like watch tv or just even read a book or just not do anything i don't care i don't always have to be talking there's nothing better than finding another person that is so comfortable being in silence together And when you, the thing about it is, is that when you're with people, you realize like the people that you're with daily, you're in silence with them so often, yeah. but you don't even notice it. Right. Like it's me just and my mother, we're in silence all the time, but we don't notice it because it's like, I don't know, TV's on, I'm walking around, I'm doing whatever. All the time though, we're not talking every minute of the day. Yeah. We talk when there's something to say. Exactly. We don't have to fill space. And now it's like with other people, you you have to fill space all the time or people feel like that. And it's so obnoxious. And I just can't. I've had conversations with people where they call me recently because I haven't even been calling people a lot lately. Yeah, you haven't. Because I've had people call me and just take up my time with nothing. <laughs> and it's I'm not even I'm not naming names. But there have been people who are getting on my last nerve and I love them. <laughs> I love them 
So I do it, but sometimes I'm on the phone and I'm just like, you called me to hear yourself talk because there's no way. There's no way you needed me for this conversation. I'm not putting anything into it. I'm not. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was, it's so bad. So I, so I think that like, and I don't know if it's also the pandemic, but also like me just getting older being like, I just want peace. Mm -hmm. I just want peace. It doesn't have to be a big deal. I think it's both. Yeah. It's got to be both because we all had to learn how to like be like content just with ourselves. Yeah. And like that is very liberating and freeing. It is. But yeah, I, the wanting peace thing does feel like it's about getting older and being yeah. like, oh, I don't really care about the only mess I want is from TV. Right. Give me like a distant mess. <laughs> the best distant kind. mess. I don't need anything <laughs> up close. <sighs> yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that that was that was a weird experience. Um, but I'm happy to be home and back with my little household and Yeah. I'm behind on all my laundry. You'll get it. You'll get ah. it together. Sure. Everything has an end. You're just looking at it. It's <laughs> like, so much. <laughs> it's not that much. It's really not. Um, there's blankets and towels in there. But yeah, I think that's it. That's yeah. mostly what's been going on. Well, you gonna tell the people what the podcast is about? No, you're gonna tell the people what the podcast no, is I'm about. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You never do. No, because it's your job and I did it last week. But I looked up the podcast number. So? So you, you can, can do more than one thing, Becky. I believe so can in you. you. I believe in you so much. Tell the people what the podcast is about. I mean, didn't I already tell them? Kind of, but reiterate. Okay. This <laughs> all right. This is how it works, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Romans countrymen, lend me your ears. Uh, you know, I thought. I would think about Garfield comics a lot because um, I did. You read Garfield comics I as a did. kid? I really loved them. Yeah, but I hated how it was so easy. Like I had the little the comic books, and I would just like get a new one and ri- and tear through it, and then be like, okay, I'm done. What's next? <laughs> And then my parents were really like, we're not buying these anymore. You can get them from the library. <laughs> Jeez. And now I don't know where any of my Garfield books are. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Um. Okay. Listeners, we need a name for them. They're patients. No, they're not. <laughs> they're patients. They're not. We can't call them that. Uh, you guys send us things. You send us questions, emails, submissions, and then we read them and we respond. Yeah. Uh, in the form of answers, opinions, yeah. answers. I think yeah. they're all answers. Mm. Sometimes it's advice. Sometimes you just want to know more about us. We're open books. Well, yeah, we're like yeah, cracked we're open. books. We're open. We're pretty open. Man, see, you should have done this because I can't even <laughs> hold a thought. It's like every time a thought is like in here, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm going to say. Yes. And then it just it's like a bubble. and It just pops. And All then, right. Well, this is an advice podcast. You send us your questions and we answer them. I said that. So we have. So, yes, that's all you have to say. Yeah. Period. Now, do we want to start with a easy question or a hard question that you're going to end with one? Do an end hard, end easy. Start hard. Oh, man. I don't. I. Uh, that's a lot of pressure i know i can't see we can't be two libras trying to make it this is always what happens okay like, well then we're just going order okay we'll go yeah in let's the order do that. that they came in 
Okay, so our first one is, do you have any movie recommendations? What movies have I watched? The Barbie movie? I would not recommend. I'm not recommending that movie. Are you recommending that movie? I'm recommending the Barbie movie. It made me cry. Did it? It did. Okay. It did. A lot of people really loved it. It was not for me. Uh, It was okay. I also really love the movie Coda. Okay. That one is very good. Yeah. I think it's on... When I watched it, it was on Apple TV. I don't know what it's on now. Um, But that is... That's probably one of the best movies I've seen in the last year. And then... Because I watch a shit ton of kids movies right now. (laughs) um, Elemental is very cute. It's a Pixar rom-com. It's an allegory for interracial dating. But (laughs) but it's still... I really like it. It's funny and cute. Um, So that's like a good like... It's a little deep. But it's mostly just like Mm. cute and very visually stimulating. I think those are my three. Okay. Um, I'm recommending Joyride. Loved it. Becky and I watched it together. We did. That movie was wild. It's a it's a good movie. I love it, and it's a comedy. So, other than that, like older movies, if you haven't seen Joy Luck Club, I always recommend Joy Luck Club to everybody. It's such a good. So good. It's one of my comfort films. I watch it just to watch a movie. Um, I'll just put it on whenever. And uh, let's see what else is a good one. um about time it's like a romantic movie about a time traveler did we watch that one i think we did i think we watched it together who's in it rachel mcadams yes okay mm-hmm. yeah 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 oh yeah. i like that one yeah it's really cute so yeah. those are my movies that those i recommend are good ones okay our next question says this one is a bit in nsf oh not safe for work okay this one is a bit not safe for work I've been growing tired of having sex with my partner. They aren't very giving, as in they only like to receive, if you know what I mean. It's annoying. I want more out of my sex life, and their unwillingness to explore makes me feel undesirable. I've told them that I would like to be shown more more affection, and that I don't think I should be giving so much if they don't return the favor. I said I would stop altogether, and they said that if I did, then we would be in a bad spot in our relationship. What am I supposed to do? Sex therapy. Sex therapy is literally what you're supposed to do. That is what you're supposed to do. Uh, I I wish that I... Uh, yeah, that's it. It's, um, it's really the only advice that I can give. Because if your relationship outside of this is going well, but you're having an intimacy issue, mm-hmm. I feel like the best way to approach that is like with intervention. Okay. But that's also... Did they say how long they've been together? No. Okay. Yeah, that's the only, that's, sex therapy is it for me. As somebody that's been in sex therapy. Okay. Um, I can appreciate that. I mean, I guess with the idea that, like, everything else in your relationship is fine, sure. Me, I don't like this, like, one part stuck out to me that said, um, I said I would stop altogether, and they said if I did, then we would be in a bad spot in our relationship. I don't know. What you're in a bad mean? spot. Yeah, that, <laughs> you're in a bad spot. Yeah. What does that mean? And it feels like it's kind of threatening, so my brain is just like, I'd be done. I'd, I'd pack it up and go. But I'm also single. <laughs> so take that with however you take it. Because my ass will leave any situation for the slightest of things. I don't. 
I'm so in love with my own company. Like anything not going right. I'm sorry. I got to go. Bye. This isn't working out. Bye. Um, so I would say leave, but Becky's sex therapy sounds like a healthier thing to do <laughs> than, than just calling it quits. But your professional <laughs> advice is to leave. My okay. professional advice is to just pack your bags and go get your loving where you need to get your loving at. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just feel like I, uh, but I say this all the time, right? That I want more information mm-hmm. because it is like how. Like it, how long have how, you been together? How old are you? Yeah what's you know yeah do you guys live together there's a lot of things right but learning how to talk about sex i think is a really is something not everybody has like the same ability to do so sometimes just like even like one session will really shift if you say so you're the expert well but i'm not professional not professional but you know you have an expertise about you yeah experience that's true Makes you wise. All right. Well, those are all of our questions, but we do have an Am I the Asshole from the Am I the Asshole Reddit that we'll be talking about. So here it goes. Am I the asshole for asking my girlfriend to leave my party or change after she showed up in a revealing costume? I, 24 male, have been seeing my girlfriend, Rachel, 21, for almost three months. She met my family twice before this. I recently decided to throw a Halloween party with my older brother. We're roommates. And it was a costume party. It was meant to be kid friendly since our older siblings both have children who would be attending our and our parents were coming. Rachel was aware of this and originally told me she was being a witch and showed me her costume, which she left at my house. On the night of the party, she showed up early in a revealing Jessica Rabbit costume. I don't know what the cuts are on the side, but it went up to her waist, showing a matching pair of what I assume was underwear, but she called it covering and part of the costume with a bunch of cleavage exposed. I pulled her aside and told her she knew this was a family friendly party and asked why she thought to wear the why she thought to wear that. She told me it was supposed to be a surprise for me and thought I'd love it. I told her I'd love it any other time, but that she needed to change before people got here. She told me she wouldn't and that it wasn't that big a deal and that I was being controlling and overreacting. Plus, Jessica Rabbit was a kid's character, so I told her either change or leave. She got upset and ended ended up changing, but left right after the party, even though she was meant to sleep over and didn't really socialize during the party. She left maybe an hour ago and still hasn't answered my text. Am I the asshole? Oh... Oh, you know, I feel like this one should have included a picture. (laughs) (laughs) I need to see how bad the costume. What is loads of cleavage? Right, like what is loads of cleavage? Because like, because if she has big boobs, the cleavage is cleavage. Cleavage is gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna be a part of your life. Um, and like I know what Jessica Rabbit looks like, and I know that kind of costume. It's just like a tight dress with a slit up the thigh. Yeah. Which isn't really, to me, that bad. But I also don't know what it looked like on her. Right. What the situation was, like, if it was too tight. I don't know. I also don't know that I feel like anything could be too revealing unless it was just, like, nudity. Yeah. I can't imagine a dress being, like, that much of a problem so part of me is just like maybe you're overreacting and being controlling because unless somebody else said something, why are you that's freaking the thing. out? I think that's what it is. Like that's what's bothering me is like the sort of like preemptive, 
you have to change or you have to leave. Right. Um, because, like, ultimately, at the end of the day, like, you've been together for three months. Okay. But she's her own person that's in charge of her own body. Like, and you invited her over. Time, right. So. You invited her over unconditionally. So right. she's allowed to wear what she wants. I feel like if you were that bothered or if that's something that you're concerned about, like, maybe it's time to just call it because. Right. You can't. I feel like you can't go into you can't start a relation off the relationship off with like trying to police what somebody else is wearing. Exactly. I so agree. I understand like I do empathize with like the concern of whatever the kids that are going to be there or whatnot. But I also just think that that's kind of like that's up to the parents. That's up to them to decide whether they want to say anything or not. Mm. You are not in control of what like when you throw a party you're not in control of like what happens at the party no absolutely not so anybody could show up in anything right so no. it's just i just i don't know i don't think it's that deep yeah i just don't i don't think either one of you is the asshole but no. like just chill out yeah chill all right well that's it yeah that's it for us that's it for us oh this is a short one this is gonna be a shorty a little, a little shorty. short episode but it was good yeah yeah Anyways, Becky, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Oh That's Becky. You can check out an extended clip of my stand-up in my link tree on my Instagram, or you can go to my website, oh that's Becky.com. I also post all my upcoming shows. Um Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, no, yeah, that's it. Tavi, where can people find you? Oh, you know, just ten toes on the pavement, hanging, banging, slanging that thing, be thanging. Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tavi Talks Trash. You really do. Yeah, I do. Hey, folks, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We literally cannot do this without you listening and also submitting your questions. So if you have a burning question, I mean, any question, feedback, want our opinion, uh, we're here to just talk and and give you what you want for the most part. So uh, you can submit whatever you would like to. We both have the submission link in our link trees in our bio. Yep. Um, on Instagram and also in the show notes of this episode, you can find the submission form. So like, please, you know, send us what whatever you want and we'll address it. No like dick pics or anything though. That'd be so weird. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.